Good evening, Bucks fans. We are back. It is real Bucks talk here on a Monday, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and zero. Again, everyone joining us. This is real Bucks talk. We're presented by Bucks Report and the Pigskin Podcast Network, as you just saw there. Uh, so again, it's very excited to be back. I know I was uh, gone last week. Uh, thank you, John Ledyard, uh, for joining us and having a great show with my co-host Mark Ramirez. Uh, that was really awesome, and I appreciate the kind words, John, of what you said about our show. So, much thank you to you. Uh, but Mark, uh, it was uh, it was a hot one yesterday. Uh, a great win, uh, as everyone can see. I'm a little sunburnt, got a little <laughs> uh, little toasty uh, as I needed it. But uh, it was a very very exciting game, and and the offense on fire, uh, looking good for the most part. You know, Bruce Aarons is talking about how. You know, there were some walls there, but just your uh, your thoughts of being 2-0. Again, the undefeated season is still alive. You know, what, what's crazy to me, though, I mean, it is amazing to be 2-0. I, but to be honest, that whole game, I didn't feel like we're going to lose it all. I mean, the Cowboys game, I had some thoughts of, oh, this could, this could go one way. This Falcons game, I felt like the offense could do whatever the hell they wanted to do whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just there was just times where either it was drops or just – lapses and judgment in some people or just play call a combination of the two. I mean, either way, whenever Tom Brady wants to do something, he can kind of do it. He can move the ball. The running game was a little better, obviously, because the first game there was nothing, but to put up 48 points, I know two of them were Mike Edwards. We'll talk about that later, but overall, I mean, that was just a dominating performance. Loved everything about it. Um, Being as close as we were to the game, seeing Jay Edward, at the game, tailgating like that. It was an actual cool experience of everything all together. I mean, I guess the Cowboys game was just too hectic, but this was actually a cool atmosphere and fun. Just fun game to go to. But mm-hmm. any more things you want to touch on on offense? I'll just hit the offense first because that's right. what everyone likes, right? So hit on some offensive points. Yeah, I mean, offensively, we we started very fast. I mean, I think it was six six play drive and we scored a touchdown. Uh you know, Gronkowski, uh, again, you know, has another two touchdowns, two tutties. So that connection is looking very strong. I mean, Gronk looks like 20, 2015 Gronk where he was just dominant. So um, very impressive. Again, getting Mike Evans involved. I know that will make a lot of fantasy owners happy. Uh, he had like five, five catches, I believe, on nine targets. There was one big play that was actually missed just missed him um, down the field, but yeah, I mean, he scores twice. We were actually right there in front where he scored that, that nice little, you know, in fake in, go back out to the outside uh, and caught an easy touchdown. So yeah, offensively, I thought there was a lot of good things, um, but yeah, there were some lulls there where they could have, you know, scored probably 60 points if they wanted to. Uh, you had the the fumble with, um, you know, after a penalty That's and then, much. Yeah, yeah. And then there was just some, you know, some parts where they couldn't execute. Why did he get why did he fumble that ball? Well, I mean, you had a you had a third and 20. Um, and I think, you know, again, he was looking around. But again, uh, it was good pressure by Dante Fowler. He gets in there um, and creates the uh, the turnover. But it's just really uh, unfortunate. I think the penalty really uh, just killed that drive. I mean, I was kind of just touching on, there's a lot of assignments where Rojo missed Blitzer's mm-hmm. coming in, which could have been what it could have plays, but 
we said it in the training camp. Rojo just doesn't do good in pass blocking. Fournette's better, but Fournette isn't the type of runner Rojo is. So it's it sucks. The running back room we have, they they have their categories that they're pretty good at, but they don't do everything well. And we talked about this with uh, John Ledger, actually, how he almost wants more of Gio Bernard and also does TB12 Goatman over here mm-hmm. or Gio. So it's you got to be able to hit a hole fast and see what you can get with it. Lenny doesn't hit him fast, but he did do better. 11 carries, 52 yards on the game. So, I mean, it's not too bad. Let's jump over to there. Yeah, 52 yards, 11 carries, 4.7 yards per average. They both average pretty dang good, so you can't get mad at that. But it's just the, the aspect that we're always passing the ball. We're, we're going to be slinging the rock all over the place. You have like four potential number one options on any other team. You got to be able to give Brady a little bit of time. Not just the O line, but if you're going to sit, sit back there and pass protect, Rojo, you got to do better. Mm-hmm. Fournette does his, his job. Just Geo didn't literally have one attempt. So I guess that's one downer for the running game. Well, I mean, there was no fumbles. I'll give him that. They held on to the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, Leonard had a, a fumble late. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for Leonard, uh, Chris Godwin knocked that ball out of bounds. But <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, it, the running back room is very frustrating uh, as a whole because it seems like you know they'll do so many things right and then they'll just have these errors that you know really hurts the team. I mean, whether it's miss blocking or it's not hitting the hole correctly or it's not running hard, you know, or dropping passes, you know, you name it. It's it's always something with those two, unfortunately. And I agree, you know, hopefully Gio Bernard gets more involved and hopefully it becomes. Uh, a bigger part of this team because there's got to be a, a tipping point where, okay, we just, we just can't have these guys in there regardless of how talented they may be at one aspect of their game. It's just, it's hurting the team. Um, so, I mean, just have to see how it plays out again. They're going to trust them and they're going to continue to utilize them, but it, it's always going to be a weakness, unfortunately, until it gets addressed and, you know, we'll just have to see how it goes. But again, it's elite, elite passing team, and and that's what the Bucks do well. Uh, they did it well for most of the game. Tom Brady, five touchdowns and 276 yards. Very efficient. Already nine touchdowns through the first two games. He's on pace for 76 touchdowns for the year. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that's who we are, and that's what we should be. And I, I give a lot of credit to Byron Leftwich for the, the play calls that he's calling. He's calling a really good game. Uh, so it, it's going to be, that's our identity, and that's what we should stick with. Uh, but at some point, you're going to need some type of running game, and we'll get into that later because they're going to need it this week against a very tough opponent in the in the Rams. Uh, but yeah, offensively, I was, I was pretty happy with it. Again, there's some things that they can get better at, you know, execution, third and short, and like, you know, missing fourth and one. You know, stuff like that. They need to clean up, but too many third and longs as well. Yeah, and someone touched on MDP over here. Said Tampa does not have a very good run game scheme. That's something we touched on again with, with John Lennon. Very It is true. I mean, the thing is, you want to when you do run, you want to run effectively, yes, and efficiently. And they just often don't do that. I'm not going to complain. We won the game. <laughs> uh, Andrew said, it. "Hey guys, they won. Smile." That's true. Yeah. No, what? it was it was a great game. Two and zero is is a great feeling. Uh, yeah, it definitely want to be more positive. And 
and that's the great thing with winning. Like, um, you know, even though we haven't played our best yet, you know, you're winning games and we can't say that in the past for past Buccaneer teams. Like this would have been a loss yesterday if they played like they did, you know, the Cowboys game would have been a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, my, my point to that is like, I mean, the efficiency is there on offense. You want it the same thing on, on the running game. And, and yes, they, they have a tendency to like to force the run at times. They haven't been doing that this year, thankfully. So I think they learned something from last year. Yeah, so that's for sure. I'm positive. But like one thing in the passing game, we did see a lot of, if you saw any safety shade over to one side, Brady Demon looked that way. And that's right. something that's beautiful and it's amazing with the weapons they have. It's attack. I mean, left and right. If you're going to shade over to Mike Evans, like they did in the Cowboys game, but don't even look that way. That's why he didn't get many targets. It wasn't because... He's not good, not breaking out of routes or anything. He clearly has that day in, day out. Like mm. it was more the defensive covering him more. Let's not my, let Mike Evans beat us. Let someone else do it. You, I don't know if you noticed, Antonio Brown only had one catch this game. Mike Evans showed out because they didn't double him as much. So mm. it's Tom Brady spreading the ball around. Don't get upset. And Mike Evans has a bad day. It's because the defense wanted to do one thing take Mike out. Someone else will thrive when that happens. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's about picking picking your poison, right? So, yeah. and 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 throwing to the open man, and and I agree with what a lot of the fans are saying here in the chat. Uh, yeah, the run game doesn't matter as much in this modern NFL against a passing league, and that's what our team is built for: built to throw the football. You play to your strengths, and 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 that's a great thing. That's a great thing to have. You have the best player at his position to do it. Why not? Uh, so, and I think BA talked about it today where, you know, it's not about how many carries these, these guys get. It's about yards per carry. Uh, so, you know, that's the big thing. And if you look at, you know, combine all those numbers that they put up, you know, that's over four yards to carry almost five yards to carry. You're going to take that. And I think as the season goes along, you know, teams are going to try to play more coverage style defense against our passing attack. That's when you'll see us mix in the run more and it'll get a little bit more effective. I mean, the running game only got better as the year went on last year. Yeah. Hopefully the same thing happens this year. I mean, again, we're, we're just being yeah. critics because that's what we see. I mean, we're still 2-0, yeah. It's yeah. more, we're, what are areas that we can fix? Like last year, we told you where the defense was having issues, and it showed over and over and over again. Right now, that secondary is, is getting chewed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh and the front seven still doing what they do, even though it's only one sack. But we'll get to the defense later. Mm -hmm. But uh, offensively, yeah, I just want to give credit to Gronkowski again. Dude's uncoverable, to be <laughs> honest. Like, there's times where, what do you do? Mm -hmm. It's just a jump ball nightmare. He's he's actually fast for a big guy. Like he, there's nothing he can't do. Yeah, there, there's a lot of times where he's he's running open. The problem is the other guys that are running routes as well are just a little bit faster, so they're getting open quicker. Yeah. Um, but Gronk, for the most part, is open. Like he's not really, you know, he's he's never really guarded. Um, and if he is guarded, he's still going to catch the football. Uh, but I think the biggest point so far with this offense through two games is just the process. The process is a lot better. As far as how they're calling the game, and I think Danny Danella would be very proud of Byron Leftwich. I think he is calling it the right way, utilizing motion, utilizing play action, using the quick game to set up the deep pass. All those different things are really uh, great things to watch. 
Speaking of Danny Danilo, I mean, everyone in the chat is still hot about the running back. So I just want to touch on one other thing. So Danny over here says, all you hear is Arians complaining, but he keeps playing the mental midget, Rojo. He calls Gio our third down back. So there's some – Arians isn't just complaining. He he did say about what we touched on, like the, the carries, yards per carry. Mm-hmm. He did mention that. That's what you want to see. But he also did say – he didn't complain. He flat out said it how it was. Rojo's in his fourth year. Yeah, needs to play better. It's, unacceptable it doesn't and they, they said oh what about his head games is it okay he's like it doesn't matter about his head mm-hmm. he's in it just stop making stupid mistakes and that's something i touched again last week like it doesn't matter like if you can't trust a guy to make a play or be in an assignment or be smart enough to <laughs> hold on to the ball don't turn the ball over yeah. that's like what we're talking about with Jameis. you don't want this in, the, in anywhere in your in your football team especially if a guy is supposed to hold on to the football and run and then he can't protect your the main guy's going to get you to where you need to be. Yeah, I love him as a runner, but these mental lapses is just too much. And Arian said it, so don't think he's he's holding Rojo like up above anyone else. He's the quickest one to to pull that rope if he messes up. And it, it is sad though; he has to do this so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agreed, and it, it's a it's a reason why they. You know, favor Leonard Fournette right now because the errors that Fournette makes uh, is not as killer um, yeah. to the offense. Um, again, he's doing for the most part. He's blocking well in pass protection. He's catching the football for the most part. Uh, the run game where he runs, I mean, he's still missing holes, but you're just gonna have to accept that, and he'll get you. You know, he'll get you at least you know those two to three yards and keep you in manageable situations. Uh, but yeah, I would I would like to see Gio Bernard get more opportunities as far as a back, uh, and maybe we'll see that if this kind of play continues uh, from from those two. It, it just depends. But offensively, there's still things you got to clean up. It's the penalties, the turnovers, stuff like that has to be cleaned up going forward, especially on you know the defensive side of the ball. The penalties need to need to stop. But really, I mean. I just don't see anyone beating us, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, scoring, you know, I think scoring 30 is going to be the norm. We already set an NFL record for, you know, nine straight games with 30 points or more. Uh, so really it just comes down to the bucks, not being themselves. And we, we talked about that all the time. It's like, just don't beat yourselves because this offense is just when it's in rhythm, it, it it's just fun to watch. Uh, you can't really, there, there's not much you can do uh, against it. Yeah, like I, we, I tweeted that during the game, like mm-hmm. during the Mike Evans touchdown on that, um, on the corner. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, if Gronk and Godwin are in the inside doing slants, drags, whatever, short in the middle of the field, you have to worry about that, and then also a fade to Mike Evans inside the five or ten. Yeah. It's it's unstoppable. You just can't. You just pick whichever one they're not going to cover and attack the other side. Either way, all those guys can win one-on-ones and one of them is going to have to get one-on-one. You can't cover everyone. And it's just, yeah, that's not even that's taking Antonio Brown out of this, which is still ridiculous. And then OJ Howard, if he slips out, it's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy. It's insane. Inside the 10, there's no one that should be able to stop us. Our red zone efficiency should be out, like through the roof this year with the, the timing and everything should be through the roof. Yeah, no, definitely. And as of now, it, it, it pretty much is. I mean, 11 touchdowns to, to one field goal so far in the year. 
you know, that that's saying great things. Um, again, that only field goal was to win the, the Cowboys game. So very impressive from from that standpoint. Yeah, just it, it continue. It'll continue to get better. And that's really the scary thing. But it's also very exciting uh, just to see how good this offense can be going forward. And especially when they're going to be facing a lot of teams that just can't match up uh, personnel wise. Uh, and, you know, the Falcons were one of them. Now they get a, a, a bigger test, obviously, in the Rams coming up. So it, it should be exciting to see what kind of adjustments they make throughout the year, what other teams try to do. But really, it, I just don't see them having answers for, you know, what we have presented, especially if all, all the guys stay healthy. I mean, no doubt. I mean, there's this offense could be like it already probably will be record breaking and as it already is. Mm. So let's see. Let's see if this goes to 10 games in a row of 30 plus points. Right. I mean, you can, you can only say so many good things about Tom Brady without just beating a dead horse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess one more, I guess, about the uh, the running backs, Danny. Fournette fumbled at 25, 28, and thank God for God being Johnny on the spot. Yeah, plus mentioned that yeah. Fournette isn't far behind Rojo focus-wise. Well, plus kind of hit it on the head. He just does it a little bit more safe than yeah. Rojo. Not just – keeping the ball off the ground, but keeping Brady off the ground as well. So that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, it's, it's going to be what it is, um, but I wouldn't put too much worry into it again, as long as Tom's got the ball in his hands and we got the weapons we have, we should be fine. And I mean, Tom's playing so, so well right now, early MVP candidate already, with you know, nine touchdowns. So, and the offensive line, I think, will get better as the year goes on too. I think they're getting their physicality up as, as these games, you know, continue. They're not um, even doing that. They're doing good though. They're doing okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're doing okay. I think the interior, for the most part, is doing good. I think the tackles can be a little bit more better, but for the most part, you know, they're they're doing their job. Yeah, we're expecting worse from last year. Yeah, he just played at an insane level. I don't. I think no one expected that, but he. We'll see. I, yeah. I think it's yeah, like you said, they're going to only jail and get better as the as the year goes on but the stunts right. they're, they're getting every stunt which is fantastic yes it's usually just one guy gets beat once Tom right. Brady's gonna look for that deep play but hey that's gonna happen yeah when this deep developing offense yeah it's gonna happen mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but let's just move over to the defense I'm tired of talking running backs we're a passing <laughs> team right we're a passing team yeah that's all that matters hey we're scoring points that's right. that's the end of the day you got to score more points than the other team last time I checked and the Bucks have done it twice already. So, yeah, when looking at this defense and, you know, this, we could get into, like, the coaching aspect of it, you know. But I thought they did some good things coaching-wise as far as, obviously, impl- implementing three safety looks, putting Mike Edwards in the slot. You know, that's where the two interceptions came from at the end of the game to really seal the deal. Uh, Mike Edwards is just, I mean, we talked about it, very good ball hawk uh, and just always in the right position. Uh, so that that was awesome to see just him, you know, taking that spotlight and it's good for him going forward. And, you know, also great to see Jordan Whitehead back in there. I thought he did some really good things as well. Yeah. I had, I think on the first drive had a, a PBU. I yes. mean, very effective, very, I mean, you could see him calling plays left and right, communicating with the teammates and everything. But yeah, I make Mike Edwards, Damn well, better have earned some more playing time because you get two pick sixes like that. Arians literally always calls him a ball hawk playmaker. He's showing it on the field. I think it deserves more time. 
doesn't mean take away from Whitehead or, um, I mean, Jordan, yeah, Jordan Whitehead or uh, Antoine Winfield. It means you're you're lacking in corner depth, right? Yeah. SMB going down, they're already suspect enough. This is something we kind of touched on. Get your third safety is probably better than your second or third corner. Mm-hmm. Get them out there more. I mean, I don't care size matchup. These guys know how to read and react. Obviously, SMB's read and react wasn't doing that well to begin with before he got hurt. So these guys kind of deserve some playing time. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, utilizing the three safety look is is the way they're going to go, especially this week against the Rams and Cooper Cup. Uh, I think they're going to want to have Mike Edwards in there uh, to utilize that. Uh, I was very happy with Jamel Dean. I thought he bounced back. He had a, a much better game uh, this week against the Falcons. Carlton Davis, I thought, again, did good, did some good things. They kind of took advantage of Ross Cockrell, you know, there on a couple drives again, but a lot of, a lot of good things. I thought when they did blitz, they were getting in there. Uh, they were just missing at times. So, you know, I think Devin white missed Matt Ryan one time. Um, and there's a couple others where they just missed Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt's just so good at elusing, you know, making those moves to, to get away. Uh, but yeah, definitely the tackling that has to be better. Winfield, uh, missed a tackle in open space on a touchdown. So yeah. stuff like that has to get cleaned up, but still a lot of good things. I mean, the front seven is still playing outstanding. Vita Vea is just kicking everybody's butt right now. I mean, he's just dominating and I would just like to see them utilize some more cover two kind of looks with the press man and let this front six pretty much dominate the run by themselves, which they can. Uh, so It'll be interesting to see if they incorporate that any like you know more stuff like that this week against an offense that utilizes more three wide receiver sets. Yeah, I mean, the, you keep hoping that. Plus, it's not going to happen. I know, I know, it's and I, I I can't blame them. They they love playing zone, and I and I think it works when it's executed properly. Obviously, they're going to bring the pressure. That's what Todd Bowles is. He's about getting those big plays. And guess what? It, it worked yesterday with Mike Edwards getting two pick sixes because of that pressure, you know, obviously you bring a corner blitz with Carlton Davis. He tips the ball up in the air, intercepted, uh, same thing on, you know, Mike reading the, the hot route, um, and tipping it to himself again, it's coming off of pressure. So I understand it. That's what he's about. He's going to make you go down the field and hope you, you know, turn it over or get a sack or something like that. That's just the way we play defense. And I understand the, the logic behind it. You're rushing a decision. Right. You're having a ball travel in the air, and you're you're pretty much putting it all on your cornerbacks and secondary to read and react to it. If your secondary is not reading and reacting correctly, okay, then you're going to get gouged for yards. Mike Edwards is pretty good at that, so that's why it benefited us. So you just have to have the team working together. If you blitz, you better have someone behind you being able to fix a mess up if the the, the pressure doesn't get there. So right, it works, but then again, when it's blocked well. You can get snapped. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Stafford in his arm next week, it's going to be a scary one. Plus, with their offense and the areas where we have weaknesses in our defense, that you better get ready for the quick uh, pass game, and the corners better be ready to react quick too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, I'll agree with you. The front seven, fantastic. I said it last week, elite still. They're just missing. They're, like, right there. Like, they're draped all over the quarterback. It's just bring them down. There's, mm-hmm. there's, I mentioned it last week. There's going to be five and six sexy uh, games. Mm-hmm. It's 
just bring the guy down. Whoever wants to hold it long enough will get sacked multiple times. But, I mean, Devin White did miss some tackles. He's kind of known for that. He tackles a little high. It's something mm-hmm. we've been riding him for. But he's not doing anything terribly missed assignment-wise like in coverage. I think he tackled Levante David on one play, actually. <laughs> he almost went for a pick, and he knocked the crap out of Levante. So, he, mm-hmm. other than that, it's just the back end working together. That's yeah, no, yeah, definitely. It's about your front seven and, and secondary working together. Pass, pass, rush, and coverage have to be hand in hand. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to improve. I thought there was still a lot of good things. Uh, you know, one of the touchdowns, they ran a cover zero, and that puts a lot of pressure on your secondary where they sent everybody. And, you know, Matt Ryan just threw a, a perfect ball to Calvin Ridley, you know, beating uh, Cockrell, I believe, in the end zone. So there's just – there's going to be things like that at times where, you know, it, that's just the way they're going to play it. They're going to try to force that error and we have to accept that. And you also have to look at the context. I mean, teams know they're going to th- like, we have to come out throwing against this team because that's their only way to move the football. We're not going to run against them. You know, that's just not going to happen. So it, it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, you're making one team di- one dimensional and that's for a reason. So that's why all the yards are, you know, piling up. Matt Ryan had 300. Dak had what over 300, I think, and you know, over 100 passing attempts in two games. So you're going to give up some yards. But this is what they're wanting. I mean, yeah. Just, just realize. I mean, your secondary can't be elite at the same time as your rush defense is elite. Yeah. I mean, there's give and take. The same thing with the salary cap. If we have great weapons on the outside, there's the argument with. Jameis, like you can't have an, an elite offensive line. It's guys that were you're you're running a system, play to, the, to that system. You're not going to have pro bowlers everywhere, even though the Bucks offense looks like that. Mm-hmm. Potentially this defense too, but I mean, there's reason behind what they're doing, and it'll give you opportunities for interceptions, turnovers, quick decisions, and it's the game they play. They're living by it, and. It's going to work, and then there's games where you're like, why the hell is he wide the hell open? Yeah. It's just yeah, the more I mean, teams together, the better they will be. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see games like the Bears game of last year where you know teams are just going to do that dink and dunk, and it's going to be yeah. open because you know we're trying to ask our outside linebackers to drop back in coverage, or you know we had Vita Vea dropping back yesterday, and he was taking away routes. So, it, you know, it's just – it's just the way they're going to the play it again. It's going to throw a lot of looks, a lot of different things at this offense that they're going up against. And, you know, again, it's, it's all about making those big plays and I'd rather play it that way. Um, than just be like, okay, we're just going to bend, but not break. I guess that's kind of the way they're thinking it, but, but they're being aggressive though and how they attack it because it's about getting those big turnovers. And usually that's, what's going to, make a difference how can you get the ball back to this offense that averages 30 points a game you know that's that's the goal what's funny is monty giffen at halftime said what two words cover two camper two yeah and that's what plus one's more of but is he gonna get it highly doubtful but (laughs) there may be maybe moments in the season where they're like oh let's just let's try it out and then it'll work and then it'll go away from it so it's Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, defensively, I think just the back end, if they can get things ironed out communication wise, I think with Jordan Whitehead, it's going to get better because he's back there and the continuity they have together, they mm-hmm. get better. It's just, 
like we mentioned last week, it's that second corner. You have a big hole there. What's going to happen? We'll see. I mean, Dean did play better. Let's give him that. He did yeah, play he did. He did. Um, and, and they're they're adding guys. I mean, obviously they added Pierre De, De Serre, uh to the practice squad. Practice squad. They added uh, Rashad Robinson today to the practice squad, who's another veteran corner. Uh, there's talks about Richard Sherman. Um, yep. You know, people are talking about him in the chat. They did contact him. I, I think it was just you know see where he's at, see you know what's going on there, and if they think it's a good fit, then obviously they're going to pursue it. Uh, scheme wise fit. I think he's perfect. Uh, again, that's what he likes to play. He's his own cover, cover three type of guy, um, that can come in and bring you some veteran leadership, I think. And that's something that this cornerback room could probably use, uh, more of. And I don't think he'll be like, you know, a starter from day one. He'll just be a guy that you can come in and, and help this team. Richard Sherman you talking about? Yeah. Richard Sherman. I mean, so this is MD Peel said it best. Sherman would have to move in with Brady. <laughs> hey, it worked with Antonio Brown, and I, I think Brady's probably the one giving him the the hint. Like, well, let's just check him out. He's a hell of a competitor. Mm-hmm. Battling with him. And in San Fran, he was still good, and I suppose he's down to his normal playing weight. Right. I mean, you never know. It doesn't hurt to give him a look, especially if things start adding up or the injury list starts adding up even more. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to look at him. But supposedly his contract – uh, negotiations were pretty bad. He wanted a lot more money than anyone else wanted to give him. Mm. They don't have that. But then yeah. again, plus likes to say, it's just, it's fake. <laughs> it's all yeah. I kept fake. So yeah, you can find ways. I mean, you never know. I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt the Bucks trying to go after him and get him because yeah. whether team would a veteran like that, a good player want to go to, especially later in the season, like an Antonio Brown move. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, I, I just I feel like it doesn't do you any harm. Uh, it gives you a better chance of really solidifying that chance to repeat. Um, you add a guy like Sherman, uh, again, a guy who's won it in Seattle. He's been to the big dance. He's also you know lost to, to the Patriots. I mean, so I, I think just the the motivation there to to play with a Tom Brady, knowing that you have a chance to win a championship being on a defense that I think plays perfectly in what you want to do. Yeah. I think it, it just makes a lot of sense. Um, and you come to, you know, you come to a team that I think you could thrive in, whether it be limited time or maybe you move into that CB2 role. You just, you never know. But the most thing is he would bring just experience to, to help these guys. That's something that they obviously need. I mean, not Carlton Davis, that dude's, playing on another level than anyone else in that room. So yeah, he's, he's, he understands. Yeah. Uh, you got to work together as a team. We'll, we'll see what happens moving forward, but mm-hmm. yeah, they got a big test coming up next week. Uh, so I want to kind of touch on this. This is the, the three takeaways on Buccaneers.com. Mm-hmm. Things we've been touching on defensive pressures paying off, even if it's not in the form of sacks, even Arians over here said Vita Vea is killing guys. It's just, he's knocking them into the quarterback, not sacking them. So, these are things that we, we've been saying. We said it last week, saying it now. They're getting there. They're they're going to get there more. I mean, I love what I see on film at the game. Like it's just destruction down there in the in the trenches. And we were winning the trenches every every game. It feels like. What yeah. do you think? No, I agree. I think that the sacks will come, and they'll probably come in bunches. They they could start this week against the Rams' offensive line, and you know, getting after after Stafford, who who is somewhat mobile. 
Uh, but I think you could you could get him on the ground easier than than said a uh, a Matt Ryan who's just so good with his footwork. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm not too worried about that. I think that will come. The biggest thing is that pressure is forcing the turnovers, and, and if that's happening, then this team is doing what they're supposed to do. And and it's going to help out the secondary. I mean, Danny said the secondary is hurting. Teams are smelling blood. But the thing is, if the Imagine if the front seven wasn't doing well. Yeah, that would be carved up bad. Like it's already looking bad now, but yeah, yeah, you have bigger plays thrown up against you. Yeah, you'd have all day to throw and just sit back and loft things 40, 50 yards down the field. These are quick right. decisions yeah. guys are making. They hold was, it longer, they're done. Yeah, that was the Mike Smith days. We're we're past that. <laughs> those, were, those were ugly, ugly days. You're like, when? When's he yeah. ever gonna damn it? There it goes. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. The number two number of the day is two. So, I mean, the two touchdowns by Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, 2-0. and Mike Edwards with two defensive touchdowns and two picks, pick sixes. Mm-hmm. So, right. a lot of twos there. A lot of good things. I, mean, I still can't believe Gronk has four touchdowns in the season. Insane. Yeah. I mean, Gronk's well on his way to getting double-digit uh, touchdowns this year. It just seems like uh, his – Knowing of the offense, him and Tom knowing the offense, it's just much better. They understand where you know they're going to be on the field as far as options, and you're you're seeing him just be that go-to target, especially inside the red zone, uh, where you can run play action. I mean, just him running a simple corner route is going to be open because guys just can't keep up with them. How do you say it, plus? Wide ass open. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. One more takeaway from Buccaneers.com: too many penalties. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that 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 has to clean up. Um, I think the one drive where they got a field goal is because we had like three straight penalties. I mean, one of it was kind of BS. I mean, Shaq Barrett, Shaq Barrett timed that perfectly. It should have been a fumble. It should have been a touchdown. Devin White. I mean, you're talking about the game really over then if that happens. So it was just crazy. Uh, But it's got to get cleaned up. It's got to be better. You get penalized for playing perfect football, though. Yeah. There was that one. Then what was the other one? There was another one by JPP, which I, yeah, JPP was offsides, and then there was a pass interference on Carlton Davis, which was kind of, eh, yeah. <laughs> well, he knocked the no. It was, or is it a or, flat? Um, I think it was helmet to helmet. Actually, yeah. it was perfect again. I'm like, are you shitting me? You're you're penalizing them for doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh it's, I, it's, I agree, but yeah, the Jensen penalty was was major. He should not have done that. He jumped into the pile and really didn't need to. So, but that's just how he plays. I mean, he's just aggressive, <laughs> nonstop. He's averaging one a game, so expect it next next yeah. week. Yeah, uh, but I, I let's actually, you know what? Let's touch on that. Unless you want to touch on any other things from the game, I mean, our special teams. Special teams, special players making special plays. Yeah. <laughs> Shows up again. Yeah, I thought they did well. Uh, I wasn't a fan of like the scoop kicks. I know you're trying to keep it away from Cordell Patterson, but I'd rather just kick it out of the end zone like you did the week before. There's a couple of returns that got away from us in the kickoff game, but and you're giving, you know, the other team better field position. Other than that, uh, it was another good day. Um, you would have liked to see Ryan Suckup make that extra point to make it 49, but other than that, I thought really good game from everyone. Well, I wanted to add this. 
Joe Tryon Shoyinka. Let's actually give him his little two minutes of fame here. He did do some nice things. Again, he's just not getting the sacks. He gets so close on one play. We're like, this is going to be good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he did get close. And then in special teams, he had a couple tackles as well. And I I feel like he really, he's thriving anywhere they put him. It's Mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time before the production actually starts coming into fruition. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Joe's going to be fine. Uh, He's, Again, he's doing a lot for them right now as far as just playing everywhere. Um, so his head's probably spinning a little bit, but he's doing it full effort, full, you know, maximum effort all the time, uh, which is great to see. And he's making some good tackles. Uh, I think the pressure will will continue and he'll he'll get those sacks. Uh, again, the sacks are gonna come. It when they do, it's gonna be a pretty, pretty thing. I'll say uh, that. Yeah, for sure. They'll be in bunches. Uh, well, let's actually do a quick touch on on the Rams then. So, sure. literally going to be probably the biggest um, test early on. I mean, I think the Cowboys are already a test. This this is a, a true team that's meant to win now. I mean, they're they're probably looking at the addition of Stafford, like how we looked at Tom Brady last year. Mm. They just need that guy to get him over the top. They got one in Stafford if he can stay healthy. Again, if he can stay healthy. That defense is already loaded. They can do whatever they want. They're coming off a close-ass game. They just barely won against the Colts, last-second kick. So defensively, they're great. Offensively, they know what the hell they're doing. They're short passes. Is Stafford like Tom Brady last year where he's still learning on the go? Hopefully that works to our advantage, and I hope they do. <laughs> hopefully he is still learning. But what's your take on the Rams? Yeah, the Rams are, again, a well-coached team. Uh, They don't really make a lot of mistakes. So, I mean, we're just going to have to be on our toes. We're going to have to make sure, uh, you know, we execute well and we play, you know, kind of mistake-free football. You know, defensively, obviously, you know, it starts with Aaron Donald. You know, that's who you have to watch for. But I think you also got to kind of attack him. You got to go after him a little bit. You know, we talked about this in the past where, you know, you run the football at him you know, try to wear him down. There's going to be some holes there. It's kind of like a Gerald McCoy-esque thing where, you know, he likes to jump, uh, you know, the snap and he likes to, you know, jump gaps and get it into, you know, penetration because that's his game. So you got to kind of attack that penetration, get their linebackers moving one way and attack that hole going the other way. Linebackers are really the weakness of this team. I think that's where you got to attack them. You got to find a way to use your, use your tight ends. And if Gronk is... You know, the way he's playing, I, I think Gronk's going to get featured more um, than he did last year against the Rams. I think, you know, last year's game, I think he kind of put it in the in the trash because we really weren't playing like we are playing now as far as a play calling standpoint. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they match up. And then defensively, you know, just do what you do. You know, get after Stafford. You know, that's what you have to find a way to do it. Force turnovers, you know, try to man up on Cooper cup and maybe even double him a little bit. If you can, you know, try to take him away. I think that's, that's the big key. Have anyone else besides Cooper cup beat you? Yeah. <laughs> you should. That's how they should do it. I mean, that's how I, they, they should have done against uh Terry kill the first time and didn't do it. So you would think they do it this time. Don't, don't sit there and have to learn by halftime. They have one guy that he likes to go to early and often take that guy away. Mm. And let's see if anyone else can beat us or have Carlton Davis shadow. And then a one safety over the top, it's a simple formula, but let's see if the bucks do it or they stick to 
normal game plan. But either way, I think it's going to be a really damn good game. Um, where is this? Someone said that they'll be, get exposed. Here we go. Almost lost to the Colts. It will be exposed. I think, it, like I said, I think it's Stafford still learning. The hmm. Colts got a really good defense. I don't I – just, I just think they're just a quarterback away, and they can't find one. So yeah. – yeah, Wentz just sprained both of his ankles apparently. So <laughs> I don't know how how that happens, but um, yeah, I mean it, it's going to be an f- uh, interesting game for sure. I think it'll be a good battle. It's a good test early. Uh, you're on the road in uh, Los Angeles um, in that new stadium, so should be a great atmosphere. But really, it's just about the Bucks playing smart football. If they can do that, I think they'll have a chance uh, to win this. Get over thirty points. I mean, that's been the recipe for success. Uh, so. We'll see if it can continue. But with that being said, guys, I want to just thank you all uh, for being in the chat. Again, this is Real Bucks Talk presented by Bucks Report and the Pigskin Podcast Network. As you see the the scroll on the bottom there, please uh, give us a like and subscribe to to help support the channel. We appreciate it. Uh, We're trying to push out more content. So again, all your help is uh, very, very thankful for it. Yeah. And wait, let's see. Mark is so right. Oh, God, I got something all right. Mark is so right. Belcher does that every game. Make them beat you with someone else. Mm-hmm. It's true. Take away the main guy they want to hit early and often and they get comfortable with. Don't let them get comfortable. It's that simple. I mean, and you won't have to be like scratching and clawing at the end of the game. But let's see. Uh, I guess before we end this out, guys, throw throw some questions up there. Let's actually open this up. And There's something I actually do want to address. Early, where is this at? Ah, oh, but so, someone mentioned it earlier about what do we think of the Sam, uh, the Saints game? <laughs> uh. <laughs> the roller coaster ride is back. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, credit to the Carolina Panthers again. I was one of the, I think Mia and Mark were talking about the Panthers being that team that could be in second place this year in the division. Uh, obviously, they're 2-0 and so far. They haven't played great offenses yet. Again, that includes the Saints. I don't think they're a great offense. Um, and you look at the Jets as well. They're struggling. You know, uh, Zach Wilson just had, what, four interceptions yesterday. So, uh, But that's a team to watch out for. I think their defense can be really good. But the Saints, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, we try to tell you about it. We, we try to explain that this is what you're going to have to live with with Jameis Winston as your as your starting quarterback. He can throw five touchdowns one week, and sure. then it's check eleven. Sheep. Yeah, check check your sheet because again, he can go from five touchdowns to eleven of twenty two, and you know however many interceptions he had, and you know that that's just the way it goes. Um, and then this coming week, he could throw four touchdowns again and be the hero. So it, it's it's a tough it's a tough ride, and Unfortunately, with that kind of play, that kind of unstable play at quarterback, it, it leads to to losing seasons, you know, and I didn't want to say I told you guys so, but it is what it is with Jameis Winston. I'm balling. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. After yeah. one game, he came out saying this is the best football team I've ever been a part of, where he still only had like 120 yards passing. Right. Five sounds throwing so they're like oh this is it revitalize Jameis and then mm. we did say yeah Matt Rule has been known for aggressive fast defenses he has a whole bunch of athletes on that side of the ball really good defense you saw his trajectory from Temple to Baylor those defenses just got so much better mm. and the wind started racking up after that so 
there's no one to sleep on. I mean, right. Sam Darnold know. looks like an actual quarterback. So, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy when you get away from the jets and, and what you're able to do, you know, as far as a position player on offense. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think the Carolinas right now, when you look at it, they're probably our biggest threat to the division. I'll say that, uh, you know, and for the saints kind of, I guess on the excuse end, they were missing guys yesterday. Uh, they miss key guys on defense, but again, and also a lot of offensive staff was out because of COVID. So I guess that could have made an impact, but the quarterback should elevate the the talent though, right? Yeah, there, right? exactly, exactly. And you know, it's still the same issues. He holds on to the ball too long, doesn't know where to go with the football consistently, and usually that ends up being problems for your team. So. It is what it is, but this is a Buccaneers podcast. The Bucks are two and zero. Happy about that. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, let's see what else we got in here as far as in the chat. Now we got just a lot of NFL talk, which I love. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> shit the bed yesterday. <laughs> that was actually a really good game. I, I missed it. We came down to the end there. So, yeah, I mean. Uh, there you go. Winston, Winston was Winston. Yeah, perfect. Well said. Well, but that is what it is, though. I mean, like, you saw it for five years. I don't know what the heck the Saints are trying to think that maybe Sean Payton is that good of a coach. I, I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, Ruth. That's a great point. I think he is a good coach and much better situation for sure. Hands down. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, someone said the Carolina Panthers are number one defense right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have 10 sacks already, which is impressive. Holy cow. Yeah, There's but again, Brady has touchdowns. That's sick. To think <laughs> but again, you look at the offenses they played. You know, the Jets offense, rookie quarterback, holds on the ball too long. Same, <laughs> same thing with Jameis. So I think Jameis was, what, sacked like four times yesterday so or something along those lines. But they're one and one right? They're not 2 no. Who are the Panthers? They lost the Jets in there or no? No, they won. They're two and oh. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. Carolina. Yeah. Now they have the Houston Texans on Thursday night football. So that'll probably be another win uh, because the Texans are without their starting quarterback. And they refuse to play Deshaun Watson, which is just a God, what a nightmare that is. Um now they're going Davis Mills, and that should be fun to watch. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. They just keep getting lucky with a quarterback play, I guess. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you got to play who you play. So, right. Yep. What's who's in front of you? God, Carolina's going to get on a little streak here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, so I mean, looking more at the Buccaneers' areas of improvement, obviously defensively. Um. Yeah. Someone was saying, don't sleep on uh, Robert Woods on the on the Rams next week. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep on it, but I mean, I would. Rather have him beating us than letting Cooper Cup do whatever the hell he wants to do at all times. Like you got to take away something. Mm. And which one do you want to take away? And the running game's already taken away. You can already kind of promise that. I think they said the running back's out. Henderson's probably going to be out too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a big loss if he is out. Um, you know, obviously they'll go with Sony Michelle, who's you know effective, but I think he can probably be stopped. Um, easier because he just doesn't have that burst that that Henderson has so yeah I mean that that definitely hurts 
But, you know, just looking at this team, I, I think it's just got to trust the process. I think we'll be fine. I think the coaching coaching staff understands what they have to get done. Players understand it. And really, it's the player's job to to lead this team. Uh, so they'll fix it. So I'm not, I'm not really concerned right now. Uh, we'll have to see how the trends continue as we can, you know, week in, week out. Uh, really, once you get to like week five, week six, you really know what kind of team you have uh, going forward. Uh, so the tackling that will get improved. Usually, I mean, Derek Brooks already always said it. He's like tackling doesn't get good until like week four, week five um, when you're really playing. So, yeah, I mean, not not worried about that. And I think the offensive mistakes will get cleaned up because uh, Tom's just not going to let them continue to mess it up. He wants to get 60 touchdowns this year. He's going to find a way. <laughs> you imagine. Yeah. Keeps, like a fine wine. It gets better with age. Yeah. Uh, I mean, another thing is going to be the first road test. I mean, yeah. how do you react to that? I mean, the Falcons felt it yesterday. The stadium was loud. Uh, that was probably the yeah. loudest. That was the loudest stadium I think I've heard in a while. I mean, it was it was really loud. It was all Bucks fans, which was great. Um it, it was super loud. I mean, you had delay of games, you had false starts because of it. So yeah, it's going to be a test with communication. They're going to have to be on it. I want to attribute some of that to us going crazy <laughs> in, that, in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, getting all the beads possible. <laughs> I give, I give a shout out to Budweiser. Thank you, Bud heavy, because yeah, I was feeling, oh, yeah. pretty, I was feeling pretty good. So it was let, letting it out. I probably blacked out at one point, but it was fun. Yeah. It was a great time. Oh, awesome. I mean, everything about that game is awesome. Yep. Um, God. Yeah. That, uh, I think, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Barry, I think it was gold. Uh, he was talking about Tom Brady's uh, scramble. That was pretty funny. Uh, Tom doing a little pump fake and running for the first down. So, God, get down. He's like, he, you, you just see, like, see him running. He, he just doesn't know what to do, but it, it's great that he get he got the first down. So that was awesome. I think I said it looks like Brad Johnson out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I'm looking downfield. I'm looking downfield. I don't want to run. I don't want to run. And then, yeah, the crowd just, you know, tells him to go and he does it. So that was really fun. Yeah. Danny Danilo said it's, it was loud on TV. Hell yeah, it was. It was, it loud, was loud. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely loud. I was watching the, uh, the game, uh, on the NFL, you know, app and it was loud. It was coming through pretty loud. So that was great. Uh, Vegas was, yes, it was good. Uh, it was expensive. It's a adult theme park. There's a lot to, a lot of walking, uh, to get to like one spot that is like, looks like 25 feet in front of you, but you have to do all these maneuvers to get to it. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I didn't win any money, unfortunately, but again, it was still a great time. Uh, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool scenery, uh, great food and good time with the, with the fellas. Yeah, so that's something also hopefully next year with the draft, potentially we're thinking about if we could go over there and do this again. We, we yeah. want to do this during COVID, and COVID shut everything down. So hopefully yeah. we can reestablish again. And if you guys are up for it, maybe even making like a, a meetup or something over there. I mean, having fun, Buccaneer fans chanting for your team to make mm -hmm. your selection. Hopefully we get it right again this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're – we're doing pretty good with that. Uh, yeah, but but did you lose money plus? But did you lose? Yeah, I did. It was expensive. Um, but again, it, it was a fun time. Um, it's all good. It's all good. It was all all good losses. 
it was funny because I, I would, <laughs> I would, uh, I would be on the slots. Right. And I didn't, I wouldn't win. And then I would tell one of my friends to get on the slot. I was just on. And of course he goes on there and wins a bunch of money. So that's just, that's just how it rolled. That's, that's called shit in the bed right there. Yeah, I know. I, but at least I was a good luck for somebody. Um, so that, that felt good. Uh, donating to Vegas fun. All right. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Other than that. Play blackjack. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> I, I just want to get to Vegas. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Jeez. And COVID, go away. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's Agree. Ridiculous. Agree. But, uh, other than that, guys, thank you for participating in the chat. We love all the comments and just feedback you guys give us. We're we're trying to make this as good as possible. If NFL Game Pass and get their their own shit together, we'd be bringing you a lot more content faster. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That, that's even maybe Game Pass caught COVID. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I, that's not even not even a funny joke. But ah, other than that, guys, thank you very much. Plus, send us out. Yeah, like Mark said again, thank you for you know, all the support you guys are showing. I appreciate everyone in the chat, your questions, your comments. It means a lot. Uh, just your support on our YouTube channel. Uh, that has been awesome. Thank you to Bucks Report. Thank you to the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, it's It's been a blast so far this season. And again, we got a lot more content coming out. Um, we're going to try to get it out to you sooner. I know we're a little late last week. Uh, I was dealing with some stuff personally. So again, apologize on that front. But we're going to do our best to continue uh, to to rise and and raise the game of our content every week as as we try to be better at this. And if you guys have any suggestions or any comments that you want to throw out there, please feel free to do so. Uh, you have all our information. You can email us. You can comment on the channel. Uh, again, we appreciate it. If you want players looked at or you know something specific, specific, uh, let us know for sure. But with that said, guys, everyone have a great night. Bucks are two and zero. And with that said, until the next one. <laughs>